What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the first official episode of Rookie Ball, the podcast where you want to go when you need to know anything sports. My name is Phoenix Hygis, and I will be your host as we begin this journey together. Everyone joining me for this first episode, I want to thank you so much. We're going to hopefully do big things and venture off to so many new adventures. Now, there's a lot of drama going on in the sports world. But I want to use this first episode for you guys to know my sports opinions. I want to know your guys' sports opinions. So in donations or in the comments, just leave me how you think of this episode. But the first episode, we're going to be talking GOATS, the greatest of all time. Who's the greatest in basketball? Who's the greatest in baseball? Etc. Etc. And who is the greatest athlete of all time? That will all be covered here in this first episode. Now, just for a heads up. I'm going to give you guys the sports that we're going to be running through today and who is the greatest of all time. We'll be doing hockey. We'll be doing football. We'll be doing baseball, basketball, soccer, and one wild card that I want to put in there just because I think this athlete deserves a little bit of an argument and who is the greatest athlete of all time across all major sports. Now, I want to see some criteria, you might say. Well, here's my criteria for what labels a person as a goat. Winning is a big thing to me. Now, obviously, the biggest winner in each league is not going to be the goat, but at the end of the day, that's what matters in a league. Who's won the most championships? Who's had the best record in their careers? Etc. Etc. Second thing I'm going to be looking at is stats. Where do they rank all time? If they're still playing, How are they going to be if they keep up with their average? Just stuff like that. The third, and I think most important to me, is popularity. And I'm not talking about outside of the league. I'm talking about when I say the word baseball or when I say the words Major League Baseball, MLB, who do you think of? And that may be a different answer for a lot of people, but usually there's a pretty big census of who the greatest player is when you think of that sport. Now, I'm going to be going from who I think is the most obvious goat of a sport. So we're going to start with hockey and the sport that I think has the biggest debate between two or more people to who is the goat. So the final sport that I will be doing is basketball. So we're going to start off with hockey. is the greatest player to ever play the game of ice hockey. And I think this one is very clearly obvious. We're talking about Wayne Gretzky, the chosen one. If you think of anybody else when I say the word hockey or NHL, I think you're absolutely crazy. This man has more assists than any other player has goals and assists combined. Not to mention he has 894 goals to go along with those assists. Now, I don't even really think anybody here is an honorable mention. Anybody who's in second in any of these categories to all these insane records by Gretzky is nowhere close to him. So I'm not going to leave too much of an argument here. If you have an argument, let me know. I don't think it's possible. Obviously, Wayne Gretzky is the Hall of Fame. He's a four-time cup winner. 
that's all I really need to say outside of his many records, including goals, assists, points, with a plus-minus of 520. And if you guys don't know what a plus-minus is, that's how many goals averagely they're average they're winning by in each game. So his career ended up being a 520 plus-minus. That's absolutely insane. That means not only was he a great individual, he also helped his team win. As you can see, he had four four cups. I'm not going to leave too much debate here. I'm going to move to the next athlete, and that is baseball. For those who don't know baseball, when people ask me what my favorite sport is, I say baseball. It's what got me into sports. I started watching the Reds in about 2010, being from Cincinnati, and I just got hooked. I couldn't stop looking up the stats, but there is one player that is labeled as the GOAT, and in my opinion, it is Babe Ruth. Now, there are some players that are modeling what Babe Ruth did at a lower scale right now in the MLB. As we've seen, Shohei Itani is considered to be the next Babe Ruth, a batter slash pitcher. Some people say Shohei Itani has the potential to be greater than Babe Ruth. I am not one of those believers. I think Shohei Itani has the talent to be a top 10 player of all time. But when I look at Babe Ruth's stats and I look where he is placed in terms of all-time rankings, I don't think anybody comes close to him. Now, obviously, there is the argument that Babe Ruth wasn't playing against the same competition as Jackie Robinson hadn't come into the league yet to break the color barrier. But, like I said, I'm not going to be looking into the time that they played. I want to look into how they were winning, how they were playing, and how important they are to the culture of the game. And Babe Ruth is an insane model of the game of baseball. Um, when he came into the league, the season record for home runs was 29. Uh, he then came in a few years later and totaled 59 home runs in a season, crashing the record, destroying it. He would then go on to have 60 home run seasons, multiple 50 home run seasons, basically clinching that record for a while until it was eventually broken. Now, when I look at Babe Ruth's statistics, I don't even have to really think about why he's considered the greatest. I mean, the man batted 342 on his career, which is absolutely insane. 714 home runs, which is very much up there in terms of the all-time rankings. He was an MVP. He had a batting title. Not to mention, let alone these batting stats, this man was a great pitcher. He had an ERA title. It's unbelievable to think that a player was this high altitude of a batter, but also just as great as a pitcher, as we saw a little bit of Shohei Itani in this past season where he was selected as the starting pitcher and also the DH of the American League in the All-Star Game. Obviously, Babe Ruth is in the Hall of Fame, while he also has an MVP. He's only a two-time All-Star, which may seem a bit cautious to people picking him as the GOAT, but I don't think it's a very valid point, as he's also a seven-time World Series winner. Now, most people who played in the Yankees in this era are five or more World Series winners. But when I look at the all-time leaders and World Series rings, 
Babe Ruth is tied for seventh in the entire major leagues with seven World Series rings, as I said. And not all of them were with the Yankees. He had a couple with the Red Sox, or maybe just one. I may be mistaken. But when I think of baseball, I think of Babe Ruth. Some honorable mentions. Obviously, Lou Gehrig is a great consideration. Hank Aaron, the late Hank Aaron, RIP, who is an insane home run hitter. If you take away the steroids, Barry Bonds is truly in this conversation as he is the all-time home run leader as of today. I think for the new heads, Mike Trout deserves consideration in this conversation. Um, He has proved to be an all-around talent, and to think that another player on his team is considered to be in a top 10 possible situation by the end of his career... You hope the Angels eventually figure it out because they have something brewing down there. Now the third sport I'm going to be going into is seemed to be argued a lot about who the GOAT is. I think this is as clear as any GOAT conversation could possibly be, but people are entitled to their opinions. But we're going to be going to football, and to me, this is absolutely simple. I think Tom Brady is the greatest of all time in the NFL, and if you say different, I will respect it, but I will not agree with it. This man is a 14-time Pro Bowler, 3-time All-Pro, 3-time MVP, and that is not even mentioning the records and not even mentioning that this man is a 7-time Super Bowl champion. Now, let me remind you if you don't know how much that really is. The team or teams with the most Super Bowl wins in franchise history have six. Tom Brady has more Super Bowl rings than any franchise does and is in very lonely company as the most rings in NFL history as he's completely alone. He holds the number one spot. I'm even looking on here on Football Reference, one of his nicknames is The Goat. Not to mention, in this season, he has also broken the record for passing touchdowns in which he passed Drew Brees, and all-time passing yards, which he also passed Drew Brees and Peyton Manning in. Now, I have a few friends who are some Drew Brees lovers. I have a few friends that are Peyton Manning lovers. All I can say is, In terms of statistics, these three are actually pretty comparable. I think Drew Brees and Peyton Manning truly do have a conversation when it comes to statistics. But when you think of football, when you think of the NFL, and when you look at another consideration that I have going in today, winning, it's Tom Brady. Seven-time Super Bowl champion, and I'm sorry if I repeat that a lot, but for the people who don't know, that is absolutely insane, and in my personal belief, will never be broken. And there's a possibility that he could win one, two, three, four, five, even more in the future. We don't know when this man will stop playing, because every year we think he's going to decline, and he has slowly, I'm talking by a few hundred or even tens of yards he's declining 
but the man is still winning. And that's what I saw in last season when everybody said that he was not having as good a season. He didn't have as good of a team surrounding him. Guess what? He went out and, in my personal belief, beat the best team in the league. The Kansas City Chiefs, and I would like to talk one day about the possible career that Patrick Mahomes have will have because I think right now Patrick Mahomes is the only one with the potential to even reach this type of legend le- legacy. To all the Drew Brees and Peyton Manning lovers out there, your opinion is completely valid, but it is wrong. The next sport we're going to be going to is soccer, or aka football. I shouldn't say aka, football is the correct name. But here we go. This one is very debatable. I think there are three very high contenders for this award. I think Pele is probably the most popular footballer of all time. You have Messi, who, in my opinion, is the most accomplished of all time. But... When I think of soccer or football, I think of Ronaldo. And that's how you truly know you've made it into the league is when you can be recognized by just one name. You don't need your full name, Messi, Pele, Ronaldo. Those three are clearly legendary. But let me tell you why I think Ronaldo is the greatest soccer player of all time. This man has 549 starts in his career. Out of those 549 starts, he has 482 goals. And if he stays on his career average, he will reach 500 by the end of the season. This man has also played 20 seasons, which is on par with a Tom Brady type of career. When you also look at his assist, he's, if you round up, at around 140, he's at 137. Not to mention that he has five, five, I believe, Ballon d'Ors, and he's a five-time Champions League champion, three-time MVP, I believe it is. I'm sorry, I don't watch much soccer. But I do know enough to kind of have an opinion on this one. He's the three-time MVP in FIFA. If anybody who watches more soccer than me, and I know a few of my friends do, wants to have another consideration in this, a vote for Messi or a vote for Pele, and who's the greatest soccer player of all time, please let me know, and I will... I will discuss it in a later episode, but for right now, I'm going to go with Ronaldo because looking at the statistics, looking at the winning record, and looking at the popularity of a player in the league, Ronaldo is about as marketable as you get. He's the highest paid athlete of all time uh, that may have been passed I believe, in the past two years, but the last time I checked, he is the highest paid athlete of all time. And 
All I can say is he's a very marketable player, almost a Tatis Jr. and the MLB level, most likely more. I just don't personally have that knowledge. But for today, I'm going to go with Ronaldo. Our final sport before our wild card is obviously going to be basketball, the NBA. Bang! Bang! It's good! Wins the game at the Who is the greatest basketball player of all time? I know there's a lot of people out there who will say LeBron, and I know there's a lot of people out there who will say Michael Jordan. I even know people who will list off players such as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Will Chamberlain, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, etc., etc. But unfortunately, there can only be one. So let's look through my three criterias. First is stats. Kareem right now is the all-time leading scorer. I'm almost 100% sure that LeBron James will be passing him in that category. We look at winning. Bill Russell is clearly the pick in terms of winning with third, sorry, 11 rings. And then when we think the face of basketball, I think there's three players that really stand out here. I think that would be Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Kobe Bryant. At the end of the day, I'm going to go with MJ. I don't bring up the playoff or the rings or the finals record most days, but Michael Jordan is 6-0. and And that's the most you can say about that because LeBron has made the finals so many times and he's had so many unfair finals in terms of the teams he played where... I don't think it's fair to really put that argument ever. But when I think of who is the most clutch player of all time, in words of Max Kellerman, the aliens have the death beam pointed at us. Who do I want taking a shot? I'm sorry, Max. I'm not taking Iguodala. I'm taking Michael Jordan. I think he makes any shot that you put in front of him, not only because I think he's that clutch, but he is the most competitive player I've ever seen play a sport. All he cared about was winning. Now, obviously, as you've seen, if you did see the documentary, The Last Dance, you may see that he had some selfish action actions. Uh, he definitely did care about personal accolades. And I think that's okay. Wanting to be the best is something that Every athlete should aim to be. And Michael Jordan did that. Well, also, and I don't even want to say Kerry because he did have a great team. But he truly did push a team to championships. Six, in fact. Now, obviously, six is not the league leader. And it's not, you know, all time. But it is up there. I believe that Michael Jordan is tied for 10th in terms of rings won. 
And when you look at those Lakers teams and when you look at those Celtics teams that won, you think, wow, 10th's not that bad because it's kind of the situation we had with the Yankees where they won so much a person who wasn't on the Yankees that is in the top 10 should actually be pretty recognized. So with Michael Jordan, let me just read off some of the accolades. He ended his career with a 30.1 point average, which is absolutely insane considering you need at least 30 points to be recognized as an MVP candidate really in today's age. Average 6.2 rebounds, 5.3 assists, pretty good for a shooting guard. He ended 49.7% field goal or sorry, field goal percentage. Um, Michael Jordan was an insane mid-range shooter. He could not shoot the three very well, and that's something I'm very easily able to admit. But he truly didn't need it. And to think of Michael Jordan with a three-point shot is actually pretty terrifying. Let me also read some of the other accolades that he had. Obviously, he's in the Hall of Fame. He was a 14-time All-Star, 10-time scoring champ, Six-time NBA champion, as we talked about. 11-time All-NBA. Three-time All-Star Game MVP. Six-time Finals MVP, as he won the Finals MVP in every single championship that he played. He was the 84-85 Rookie of the Year. Five-time MVP. And that's not even mentioning that this man was a defensive beast. Not to say that Kobe and LeBron weren't. But if you're talking the defensive ranking of those three, Michael Jordan destroys them. We're talking three, or sorry, we're talking nine-time all-defensive teams. How many has LeBron made? Zero. And I do not want to sound like a LeBron hater. I think LeBron is amazing, but I do think he's second all-time. We're also talking three-time steel champion. And we're talking 87-88 defensive player of the year as a shooting guard. Outside of Ben Simmons, who, let's be honest, is he a shooting guard or is he a point guard? Outside of that, when's the last time you heard about a guard truly being considered for Defensive Player of the Year? And I'm talking considered to win, not even to be nominated. I think Michael Jordan is the clear pick in the NBA, although I am completely understanding if someone picks LeBron or Kobe or Kareem. Our final sport, and I'm putting this one in. I don't know much about this sport, but I know who the GOAT is. And if I didn't have this conversation without this athlete about who the greatest athlete of all time is, it would be an absolute snub. I'm talking the Olympics, specifically gymnastics. Simone Biles should be repeatedly picked as a GOAT candidate. She has made history. She has only been to one Olympics in 2016 where she won five medals, four of them gold, one of them bronze. That's absolutely insane. I also think in terms of popularity, when I think of the sport, Simone Biles is first that comes to mind, not only in gymnastics, but between her and Michael Phelps in the Olympics. I think those are the two that instantly come to mind when you think of the Olympics.
Obviously, this past year in Tokyo, Simone Biles had to pull out of the Olympics due to mental health illness um, and a bit of a struggle with gymnastics. And it is very unfortunate, but I also think it slightly helps her GOAT conversation. Because to have that influence, to have that crowd that was behind her when it was announced shows how big she is to the sport, not only the sport, but just sports in general. To have someone and come out and speak and say that you cannot perform your sport because of mental illness, sorry, mental health illness, is insanely brave. And I'm not even saying that as a joke. I think it was absolutely incredible how she came out because I don't think enough athletes talk about mental health illness. And there needs to be more awareness about it, speaking from experience. Um, You know, her stats may not stack up to all the people that we've talked about in this conversation, but I... I think you got to put her in there as a top 10, at least top 10 athlete of all time. And I hope in the future, as she betters herself, that we get to see more of her and get to see higher and higher on that list. But now at the end of this episode, I want to talk about the rankings of all the athletes that we've talked about today. Who is the GOAT of GOATs? Now, if I didn't name a sport that you love, Leave it down in the comments or give it in my email. I'll leave all my socials at the bottom. But for right now, we're going to stick with the ones we've talked about. And I think at the bottom of the ranking, for right now, we are going to have to put Simone. But to be considered in this conversation is amazing. Simone, I think, will make history. She's insanely young and will continue to make history from here on out. Now, right above her, I think will be a bit of a controversial pick. But I'm going to go with Babe Ruth. And the only reason for this is an argument that I said would not count. So my my apologies for inconsistency here, but... Babe Ruth just didn't play against the competition that the rest of these guys played against. Jackie Robinson had not come in to break the color barrier, so he was playing against half the people who could probably play baseball at the time. Also, as I said, the record for home runs in a season before he came in was 29. 29 would not even be considered a batting title in today's MLB. So I'm sorry to say that Babe Ruth is going to have to go lower in the ranking as he's going to rank. He's going to rank fifth on this list of goats. Now coming in at fourth and everybody who watches the sport a lot more than me, let me know if he deserved to be higher on this list. But I think Ronaldo goes fourth and truly just because of my knowledge. Now, I don't want anybody attacking me. It's just truly because I don't watch enough soccer or football to know how good he truly is. So if he's better than the three athletes that I'm putting ahead of him, please let me know. But 
I see a true competition in this, and with the first three, I don't see as much as a competition. Now with number three, I'm gonna go with what I think is right and based off the consistency of my criteria. I think Tom Brady is number three. I think he, in terms of statistics and winning, is a better player than Michael Jordan. But in terms of popularity and who I think of when I think of sports, Michael Jordan is just so much more influential than Tom Brady. Now, as I said, Tom will never be touched by anybody in the sport in the future, anybody now. I don't think it is possible for anybody to get near seven Super Bowl championships. And that's all I can really say about that. Coming in at second, and even a surprise to me coming into this episode, I don't watch much hockey. But Michael Jordan is the second greatest athlete of all time. And I know that may come to a shocker, but I'm going to go straight to the number one who is Wayne Gretzky. And I'm just going to say this. I've never seen a man or a woman or anybody dominate a league as Wayne did. Like I said in the beginning of, of his statistics, his assist alone beats any player's goal and assist combined. And not only that, he was a winner. He might not have been as big of a winner as Michael Jordan was or Tom Brady was, but... I mean, for a man that only played, what, 20 years in the league, which still is a lot, but not compared to a Brady, this man is insane and played on multiple teams and dominated everywhere he went. I don't see a conversation where you can say Wayne Gretzky was not the most dominant in his sport. Now, in terms of the number two, which is nothing to be ashamed of, Michael Jordan is the second greatest athlete of all time, and I think it's truly because of his popularity. Now, I said the argument with soccer was there was so much competition. There's even more competition in basketball, but when you look at those top three players, it's insane to think that was the competition. LeBron may go down as the greatest player of all time when it's all said and done, depending on how the rest of his career plays out. And Kobe may be one of the most influential players on upcoming athletes. And as you can see with the effect of his death, RIP, what effect he had on people, just general people. So when I see the competition in basketball, I say for me to consider Michael Jordan as the greatest player when all those other players are in the league, it's an absolute feat. But Wayne Gretzky, for right now, and you guys tell me if I am the most wrong person in the world right now, but Wayne Gretzky, I think, is the greatest athlete of all time. The GOAT of GOAT. The R-G-O-A-T, the real greatest of all time. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to conclude our episode for the day. If you like this podcast, 
please share it with your friends. And I promise we are going to get more exciting as every episode comes out. We're going to get more guests. We're going to get more personal, more drama. And we're going to be talking about your favorite teams, your favorite players. We're going to get into the NFL next week. We're going to get into the uh, MLB playoffs. And we're going to get into the NBA coming back. Now, with this podcast... In terms of a schedule, I don't have one right now. I'm going to be really honest about that. But I'm really hoping to at least upload two episodes a week. Hopefully one after football Sunday while football's going on. And hopefully one around Thursday and Friday to kind of wrap around sports. And hopefully talk about Thursday night football if I can. So make sure to share with your friends. Get the word out. Rookie ball is going to get better and better each day we come in. So for those here with our first episode, again, I want to thank you from the absolute bottom of my heart to start this journey with me. There's going to be bumps for sure, but I know you guys will go over with me because you're my day ones. Thanks, everybody, for coming. I will see you guys on the flippity flip the next time on Rookie Ball. Hit it.